Welcome to Backstage 421, the musicians-only podcast with your host, author, and music lover, Charles Campbell. Charles will have an awesome array of guests from many genres of music, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. By the way, Ray Mattis is the composer of this awesome intro music. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Backstage 421, the musicians only podcast. I am your host, small town horror author, Charles Campbell, and I am here today with some returning guests, and I am so happy they agreed to come back on the show. They have recently released an amazing album, and before we came on air, I was just telling them my favorite song on the record keeps changing, and we'll talk about that a little bit, but their latest and greatest album is called Aces Are High. And uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to listen to this, you know, go find it, go listen to it. I'm going to put links in the uh, podcast notes below where you can actually purchase this wonderful album um, and check it out. But anyway, thank you for coming back on, Grace and Aaron. I am so happy to have you. Oh, pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us. you again. Yeah. 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 Well, it's been awesome. And, um, you know, I, I've put this record on rotation pretty steadily since it came out and um i want to get into you know what it went what you guys had to deal with in making this record what the process was of getting it out there but uh with that being said i'm going to be quiet and kind of fill me in and my listening audience in on the concept of this record that's one thing that hit me when i listened to it the first two or three times concept albums for me now are a rarity uh, a lot of times they're kind of not everyone does this, but a lot of artists now kind of just throw songs together, throw it against the wall and just put everything in, you know, one mix and it, it kind of bounces all over the place. But for me, this is kind of a concept album. And I don't know if I'm reading that correctly or not, but that's the way I hear it. So talk to me a little bit about this album, how it came to be and what you guys did to put it together. I it's know it's really a lot. Cool. No, no, it's really cool you say that because I think... Well, I, I sort of know for, for sure this album, we were the clearest we've ever been on what we wanted to achieve. Mm. And it almost felt as though the album was done in our mind before we went in the nice. studio. And I think as well, it, it's the um, it's our third album. We've also done a couple of EPs with our producer. So we can sort of, we don't even really have to convey that strongly what we want because like he tours with us now. And so he knows exactly what we like to yeah. hear. So it was very like, it was, it was so much of an organic process. And we've also been very strong, like with Saving Grace, our last album, we definitely wanted a specific guitar tone and we, we were very clear on it. And even more so this time, but it had drastically changed. Mm. So I think it's given us a different, I think our key, like our key sound is there. Like you can tell it's us. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, cool. it's definitely yeah. you, but dude, these songs, they kind of flow. One flows right into the other one. And that's why they keep changing order in my brain on which one I like the most. Oh, nice. <laughs> but anyway, keep going. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I'm, I can, I'll just ramble on forever if you don't stop. <laughs> oh, no, 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 you're good. You're good. <laughs> And I think, um, yeah, we we definitely wanted the fuzz tone on the guitar, which is something we've completely steered against. Yeah, we did, we went one at all before, did we? Um, and this time round, it was like, 
all about the fuzz. Yeah, we just, the guitar, we worked a lot on getting the guitar tones and yeah, it's nice to see, um, we, you know, we were in the studio for about three and a half months. Mm. So it's definitely like, you know, you're um, like switching between songs that you're recording. So everything really is done as a whole. Yeah. And I think that's something that is being lost a lot now with mm. um, sort of people are veering against like putting a whole record out at once and they're doing mm. a lot of singles. And so it was a real treat to, again to be able to like, work on a whole body yeah, of music because all three albums have been like that haven't they yeah they've, they've all been a body of work apart so, from the like, ep apart from the yeah. ep that was different but um yeah the three albums that we've released have all been the same thing where there's a theme going through the whole we thing. know exactly what we want there's at a the story time. going through yeah, the whole thing yeah, totally yeah well i've listened to everything you put out now but this one has hit me the hardest so Great job, guys. Um, and I want to talk about all these songs. I don't want, you know, I know you guys have limited time, so I don't, I don't want to keep you forever and ever. But, geez, I have a lot of questions about these things. Trail to Avalon. I love the yeah. way you 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 went into that, Aaron. Uh, your vocals were really, they were smooth, man. And they, they it, it, it felt good in my headphones. And then when you came in, Grace, uh, tell me about that song in particular, how that came to be what gave you the inspiration for trail to avalon i love that song maybe that's my favorite now that i'm nuts <laughs> over changing these favorites but anyway trail to avalon let's talk about that for a second yeah so um it was the concept is uh, very much a case of there is a place where we're all aiming to get to and it, it could be anything in your life where it could be like um for us it was like the album um getting the album to where we wanted to be and the Trail to Avalon is obviously um, a part of the King Arthur mythology right. type of thing. So Avalon, Lady of the Lake sort of yep. thing. It's kind of like the Holy Grail. And um, maybe this album is our Holy it's Grail. kind of like right? the journey there. Yeah, the journey. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And then with the, um, with the melody, it was one that we really wanted it to have like a very rhythmic, rhythmic melody. Mm. I see the road, the flames of dead or bird inside. Right. So it kind of jogs along on its own. And then, of course, you just like, it just crashes into the chorus with yeah. like, and it just kind it's of explodes. Yeah. And it's one exactly. of the songs where, yeah. when we were in the studio, we were like, oh, we need to put this in the tour set straight away because it's like, we're doing it next year on the Aces of High Tour, but mm. um, it's going to be really fun live as well. And, it, and it's for me, like also one of the highlights, apart from the hitting the hard parts when you come in, it's like in the background, you can hear like the sirens, like then high pitches. That's great. Yeah, there's singing, a lot of like angelic that. kind of. Yeah, the angelic. I, I was actually going yeah. to bring that up. That that caught my attention too. That was excellent. I mean, this. I know this is going to be a gush fest for this record, but I, I, there's not a song on here that that is weak. Every song is strong. So you guys wow. are you guys are amazing. I, I loved every one of them, and like I said, my favorite keeps changing. So with that said, and we're, we'll talk about more of these songs. Do you guys have a favorite off this record? Is there one that sticks out above the rest for you? Or are they are they all equally uh, on the same level for you? Oh, well, I think for me, uh, my favorite at the moment is still Golden. So I really enjoy. Um, I enjoy performing Perfect Stranger live yeah. a lot, and I, I really that's kind of like a choppy. It's kind That's of got really a different cool vibe, yeah, yeah. So we really enjoy playing <laughs> really that cool one. Play. But then, like, we love. We've been opening our tour sets. We play my game, yeah. and 
love yeah. that one too. So their powers <laughs> are changing a lot as well. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. no doubt when we start playing them live, they'll keep changing again. And yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Well, talk about Perfect Stranger. This is on my rotation of, I wrote them down. I, they keep changing, man. Perfect Stranger was another one. Uh, what went into putting that song together? Uh, and I know you told me your collaborative process in the previous podcast, but kind of yeah. refre- refresh my listeners a little bit on your process of putting a song together from the lyrics to the music and how you, you know, blend them. But uh, Perfect Stranger was awesome. I'm going to let Grace explain this, but I would just want to say that Perfect Stranger was about us when we met. So, yeah. Nice. yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, because when we first met, um, or when we first saw each other, we were convinced we'd met before. Yeah. So it was like a very weird, like, so where have you, where have we met? Yeah, kind of, and literally, it was, we both felt it. It was a well. really strong feeling. Yeah. We were both trying to work out where it was. And, and we literally never had met each other. Have we? No, so it's kind yeah, of like so the whole perfect so stranger, like weird thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when we write songs, Aaron um, pretty much exclusively does all the lyrics and then I do yeah. the music and the melody. So um, I can't remember with Perfect Stranger, I think Aaron had written the, the verses actually. And then um, the chorus mm. evolved over a little bit more time, I think. Right, right. But um, yeah, that's so it's quite that's quite a special one for us because yeah. of that. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I marvel at uh, your skill, um, Aaron, as, as a lyricist in putting the lyrics together. I'm a writer, so I kind of know what it goes into into the creative process and where you have to pull things. But uh, man, you can write books, man. These are you have some great lyrics in here, uh, and you know, and I'm I'm amazed at uh, where they come from. You know, it's 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 just good. I, I I don't know what else to say. Every my listening audience, go pick it up. I'm gonna put the link below uh, in the podcast notes. You got to go get this record. Um, it, it will blow you away. I promise. Uh, I want to back up just a little bit. You did have some challenges. I want to talk about those. I don't want to be negative or anything, but we'll talk about some of the challenges that you had in getting this record out. Um, mm-hmm. some, some of the obstacles you had. And I'm so glad people, if you, if you people waited on this, it was very much worth the wait. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your patience on waiting on this on their behalf, mm-hmm. because it was definitely worth it. Uh, the end product was excellent. And, uh, Let's talk about the challenges just a little bit. We won't get too negative, but I'd like to hear into what, you know, what obstacles you had to bust through to get this thing out. (laughs) Well, I want to say the very first obstacle was we were actually throughout the three and a half months when we were staying at our producers week. And it was during the winter. So January, February, March time, we stayed in our van, didn't we? We were living in our self-converted yeah. camper van. <laughs> and it was so cold. It was so It was cold. ridiculous. And, like, the toothpaste was frozen when we woke <laughs> oh up. Oh, my it God. So, <laughs> so that was... That was the first challenge. The first month was okay. <laughs> then we kind of got a little bit... Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and, of course, we crowdfunded for the album, like we have done for the last two. Um, so we're really lucky that we're able to fund the album and put the time into doing it. Um, and then the vinyl issues kind of started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we um, we put the vinyl order in and then it was delayed actually by three months. And yeah. we'd given ourselves a couple of months leeway. It was delayed right. for a really long time. We had to delay our release. And then when we got it, every single vinyl, every single sleeve was printed <clears throat> wrong. Yeah. So... Uh... So we couldn't even switch them around. They were absolutely completely wrong. And yeah. and as when people have been waiting, like you say, people have been waiting a really long time and they've invested in us. It's like 
we feel like we have such a responsibility to make sure things are right when they go out yeah. so it was like we could put them out but we can't you know we yeah we ended up sending it all back and making yeah. sure it was all made right so and then it came like back. a nine month project ended up being a year Over basically a year, yeah. Yeah. yeah well guys if and i know you know i've gotten to know your fans a little bit through the facebook page and i'm a fan now for sure you know I, I'm, I'm not one of the og fans but i'm definitely going to be with you for the duration now because Thank i think you. think you're excellent but for the people Thanks. who waited on this you got something special when you got it in the mail. You know, I was excited when this thing came in the mail. And I want to show people what the vinyl actually looks like. Um, this thing is beautiful. I know you guys are proud of it. Yeah, very much so. Thing out. Oh, yeah. My favorite. Check, yeah. <laughs> check that out. What? Oh. Are you kidding me? It is, sounds really, really good. Sounds really good. So oh. you guys did a great job. Um Whoever put this together for you did a great job. So uh, thank, you. Uh, thank you. We're back on the we positive side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, um, I do want to get into a couple more songs if if I can. Uh, yeah, I did yeah. say I did say that five minutes to mid until midnight is my current favorite. Uh, that tells a little story. Tell me, you know, what was the uh, concept for that song? I'm going to ask about song, song concepts um all the time so i apologize but uh, i i love hearing the uh, origin stories of these songs so what came into five minutes until midnight well for me there was there's a couple meanings um the first one was the fact that we were writing this song or should we say we've written this song and we were trying to record it and for some reason as per usual for us um the one song just didn't quite work and then if we don't think a song works we don't record it or we don't carry on with it and it, yeah we sort of like i said when we were in the studio we're chopping between each song we're yeah. like adding sections you know working on the songs yeah. and so we'd kind of got towards the yeah, we, i think we were like two days from when we needed to provide the masters to abbey road yeah, basically. <laughs> to have it finished yeah and we had finished this song and we went down the pub um with our producer and we were just talking about this song what can we do why isn't it just it's right working? he really liked the song and we yeah. were asked just something and we said, okay, we went back to the studio and it was like 11 o'clock at night or something. And he played it loud. And he was like, right, let's get a nice mix. Let's all hear it. And we, I sat like this and I looked up and he was like, let's do another one. You, yeah, you, well, he said, you don't like it, do you? She went, no, no. Like this. And he said to me, do you like it? I went, no. So he said, what are we going to do? And I was like, well, we're either going to have a nine song album and he said, well, we could just write another one. And this is like one day to go, literally. So that's what we did. Didn't and, we? and then it's so crazy because mm. we'd been trying it and we should have learned this from yeah, our yeah. experience before. But um, then we, we've we got like tons of song ideas on our phone, on our yeah. iPhone notes and stuff. So we just went through and instantly we played a little, a little voice note that we'd recorded. Yeah. And we were like, yes, let's do it. And we See, set that up one, kind it's, of it's been sitting night. in the wings for a long time, that song, hasn't it? Really? And, five and sweet. one of the things in there is I'm leaning in, I'm leaning mm -hmm. in too. And yeah. we have like a key phrase for our year. Yeah. And this year it was lean in, like because yeah, you know, we're yeah. coming up against a lot of challenges. And yeah. rather than like be feel scared and like go small, <laughs> we were like, right, let's lean into the challenges. So then we kind of put that little section in the song to like be part yeah. of this. Wow. I yeah. love so we that. literally soaked, soaked up the pressure, didn't we? And we just literally said, like, let's just go for it. And we worked yeah. all night 
and all the next day to get this song sorted out. And it was quite relevant in the fact that it was five minutes to midnight because we literally had to get stuff to Abbey Road. And there's actually our mix engineer Crazy. films a little video at five minutes to midnight. <laughs> and he's like, we're, we're just bouncing, guys, five yeah, minutes yeah. until midnight. It was yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. And uh, it what is it? Is that the simple fact that that was the last song you put together? Is that why it's last on the uh, on the album? Because it's a great <laughs> ending for me. Uh you know yeah it, a, it ties it up yeah, yeah i think it just it, it just the way it went you know when you're listening to the album in full and you're trying to sort out through the theme of the song what song goes where or the, the album sorry what song goes where and that five minutes to midnight literally was the perfect ending yeah it was if you yeah. listen to this from a to b and go through the songs and you hit number 10 track 10 it's like in my head i'm like Wow, this is the perfect effing ending for this album. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Nice. So you talked about that. I want to bring that up. How do you how did you determine the flow of this album? How did you, you know, select what song goes where? Uh, you know in, in the realm that you can explain it. I, I you know, I don't expect every minute detail, but kind of overall, how did you select the song order for this record? It was really well done. Oh, that's good. We we always struggle with it actually, don't we? Mm. Um, and so we often have to get other people to do it. And then we listen through and we were disagreeing a lot with the album order on this one, weren't we? We were, yeah. But I think also, uh, I think it was a case of um, what we tend to do, like Grace was saying, we listen to it and, and what flows. And it literally, we like to have like the ups and downs mm -hmm. rather than all being up and in a down, you know, it's just like the ups and downs through throughout the thing. And we're trying to tell a story throughout the whole album. And that's, and we think we've created that again. Yeah. So, and yeah. then by your side was in, a, in like, in my mind, it's, we yeah. were sitting in the camper van next to the river at the studio. Yeah. And that was just us singing to each other. So it was kind of, yeah. We'd sang that so quietly, didn't we? Like, like, we're oh, we're and yeah, I have yeah. a I have a note here about that particular song because it struck a chord with me. One of my favorite all time artists of all time is a Sade. Love oh, Sade, right? And she had a song years ago called "By Your Side," and it oh. is so sweet. And it is so I mean, it is a sweet melody. It is a sweet song. The lyrics uh, melt your heart. And mm -hmm. I was thinking to myself when I listened to this record, I said. I'll be damned. There's a second by your side that hits the same notes that Sade's did. Oh, because wow. it was so sweet and it has the same title. Go listen to the first, go listen to yeah, Sade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's called That's By Your Side. And yeah, it, it's it's an amazing song. And your guys' song is just as amazing. So uh yeah. <laughs> shout out to Sade if you if you're listening yeah. somewhere. <laughs> but I had that in my notes here to bring up. Uh, that's the second by your side song that I thought, you know, really struck a chord with me. Uh, and you're right it was a sweet soft it's kind of you guys just talking to each other and I loved yeah. it um, I loved it so um, another song that I really liked is the title track uh, and that title track is the name of the album Aces Are High so what made that song stand out to be the title track and name your album it, it literally meant that we feel like our aces are high like from from the start of our musical career to where we are now, we've literally like put everything into it. And we just feel that right now that everything that we have put into it has come up trumps kind of thing. So we're literally playing our hand 
everything's on the table and, and this is who we are yeah. and our races are, are, are high. And yeah. with our first album, We Fly Free, we felt like we had put, we'd worked with some people and had a few weird experiences, but most of, yeah. we had like self-imposed limitations with what we could and couldn't do with our music. It's kind of a weird, mm. probably happens a lot to people like where you think you can't do certain things or musically. And we were very like, yeah. so We Fly Free was us, like, like the, um, the uprising ep was us like okay let's do this let's have an uprising <laughs> yeah. and then it was we fly free was right we're gonna be free to you know do what we yeah. want saving grace was us like the music was kind of was our saving grace it was saving us that's right and innocence of youth was, was the other ep which was literally talking about um basically our innocence within the <laughs> naivety, industry naivety <laughs> yeah and the mistakes that we've made and we overcome and things like that and now know? like aces are high is literally our luck is in with like yeah. we've we feel like we've achieved so much as like as people it's weird right. it's kind of very yeah it's good well well, <laughs> well from, from a from a um you know kind of an outsider looking in like i said i wasn't on the ground floor when when you guys were came out and you know started catching fire and the way you know and i said this in the other podcast the way i was introduced to, to you was from an instagram ad to pick up an ep for free well, and nice. I, said, oh. I said oh yeah free ep sure ordered it listened to it and i said oh i gotta contact these guys i gotta get them on the podcast so you guys have done it in my mind uh you've done it the right way you know oh. you're in you're independent you you control what you do i love that you know a, a lot of the artists that i listen to are independent artists like zz mm. ward she's independent now um you know and my other favorite jen wigmore she's independent and it's for a listener i can tell that there isn't like studio interference if that's mm. the right terminology you're putting out there what you want to put out there absolutely it's good, it's good stuff man and ladies <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's amazing another question i had uh, from the album cover itself is i i love the image and yeah you know for people who are watching the podcast not listening to it this is an awesome image i love the image of you too and i do want to ask you where was this taken uh so this place was an old electric company up in Derby, which is right in the center of England. And um, it just so happens that the photographer, Rob Blackham, a big shout out to Rob Blackham. Yeah, he's, he's done our last two album covers. Yeah. So. He, um, as he was there, because he came from that part of the world and we didn't know this at the time. Anyway, so after we had the photo shoot, he went round his mum's. And he said, oh, yeah, I've just been to this really cool place and took photos and, and whatever else. And his mum said, do you know what? Your granddad worked there his entire life. And, like, and he didn't what? know. And yeah. he didn't know. Oh, it wow. To, it was yeah. meant to be. Worked yeah. in that warehouse. In that warehouse, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, that, yeah, that, is, pretty, that is pretty damn cool, actually, uh, with that backstory. So, and it's an amazing shot, too. And, and, and can you say the uh, photographer's name again? Uh, Rob Blackham. Rob Black. Yeah, he did a fantastic yeah, Rob, job. Yeah, he's yeah. so good. And um, we've done a, a two or three shoots with Rob yeah, now. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he's yeah. Yeah, he's really. He tells us dude. what to do, which we like. <laughs> we, don't <laughs> we, we haven't got a clue. So, what right, we're guys, doing right do this. Yeah. Hold there. We're like, great. Stand uh, still. Look there. That sort <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah. Well, he did a great job. You guys look like you're focused and you're going somewhere. I don't know where you're going, but you're going somewhere. And you know, 
you've got that look of confidence, which is half the battle. So it's it's awesome. One other thing I want to note to the listening audience and people who are watching it who can see it on YouTube, uh, they have lyrics in here. Yeah. yeah, you can read the lyrics inside of the uh, album jacket. So it's another bonus. Love it. Um, well, I'm so glad you guys came back on the show. Um, if if I know you've recently done some shows, right? Um, uh, can you talk about that a little bit and what you know if you have any touring plans coming up so uh, my listening audience can can find you if they're in your part of the woods and i did watch your uh, live stream last night and you're talking about maybe coming to the united states one day if you do i definitely want to get to a show but uh oh, what, 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 what's your touring schedule right now how's that looking shaping up for you so we've got um uk headline tour dates they are um, booked for spring so they're all on sale we're going to be doing some more autumn um uk headline tour dates we're going to be doing a lot more in europe next year so we've got a lot of festivals some headline shows going on out there um which is great that's the first time we'll have played on mainland europe so yeah. that's very exciting and we potentially will be coming to america next year but um like I was saying, there's a, we're independent, so there's so much planning goes into everything. We're going to do our very best yeah. to get out there, but if not, it will definitely be 25, 2025. Yeah. We'll be coming. Oh sure. well, yeah. Well, if you if you come to the U.S. and you hit the southeastern region, anywhere from Florida to North Carolina, I'll be at the show. So, uh, oh, wow. nice. thank you. Definitely. And, and and if if you're you know if you make it to South Carolina, you know you can you can stop by the house. We will cook you dinner. We'll take you to dinner. Oh wow, we definitely coming. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it. <laughs> but uh, you guys are amazing, and uh, you know oh, I you. I've I've got all the respect in the world for you because you're doing it uh, you're doing it the hard way, and uh, you know um, I I really respect that, especially as musical artists. You, you're you're not taking shortcuts. You could have easily sent that album out subpar, but you did not. And uh, you know, that says a lot about your character. And I think you guys are amazing. Thank um, you. That's very kind. Thank you. Uh, it, well, I mean it, you know, um, I really do. And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to let you promote anything you want to promote. I'm going to put everything in the liner notes below. So people, please go check out When Rivers Meet. I urge you to go check them out. They're they're amazing people, uh, amazing humans. So talk about your social media, where we can find your stuff, and I'll make sure the links are below. Yeah, so we've got our brand new studio album, Aces Are High, on multiple colors of vinyl as well as CDs. <laughs> it actually reached, in week one, it reached number nine in the UK official album charts, which yeah. was so cool. So cool. Um, we do we do ship worldwide as well. So if you're in the States or wherever you are, we ship all over the world. Yeah. And um, we've also got a live album coming out next month as well nice. from our people that we've just finished. Yeah, um, yeah we often stream on Facebook, stream live. We done a Facebook live last night. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, all of the social media platforms. So you should find us somewhere. <laughs> well yeah and i'll i'll make sure on my end that all the links are there people can find you um and i'm glad you brought that up because that's something i had in my notes and i it just glossed right over it i didn't say it you just said it number nine how did that feel when you saw that I, that had to be amazing 
Well, it was yeah. proper nail biting stuff because <laughs> we had um, a couple of people who have access to the system, like in the industry, who can actually see the charts where right. how they're doing daily basis and so we had people emailing us and saying okay guys you're now sitting at number eight uh so when we first heard about the midweek charts we were yeah. number four yeah. and then when the chart that got was in the morning yeah right. by the time it published in the afternoon we were six so we thought well that's and it so we're gonna be like 30 40 the streaming the giants week, were coming in with yeah. millions of streams yeah. and um so we were like like clinging on like <laughs> you know did you download guys cds and then we just win made number nine so, so incredible we, we, we just want to say you know a big thank you to everybody that supported us who bought the albums who bought the digi downloads the cds and the vinyl because the people that done that made it happen yeah. so thank you so so much yeah yeah and i think i do remember you guys saying that was part of it uh, uh when you released it you had to release everything to yep. impact the um the rankings so to speak um so it had to be all at once and i get yep. that so but yeah great record great record i'm, I'm super you. i'm super happy for you and i'm super proud for you and i think you guys are amazing um, oh thank you appreciate that thank you yeah. and awesome. i do i do thank you for spending time with me on the podcast i do you know normally i'll talk an hour two hours but i want to be very respectful of your time because i know you're in a different time zone and uh i think you i think you have kids don't you i think i saw some kids the last time a dog which we a dog. maybe that was it but yeah i've got a i've got a beagle sitting over here uh but uh, anyway, I do appreciate you guys joining me once again um, yeah, with that. You uh, you're very welcome. You. With that, I'll conclude this week's episode of Backstage 421, the Musicians Only podcast. I am uh, small town horror author Charles Campbell. Go pick up a copy of The Piano Witch, which is available right now at valleyboypublications.com. And uh, you can find me on um, Facebook backstage 421 uh, i also host a horror podcast called horror 421 the podcast you can find a facebook page for that as well you can find everything at valuablepublications.com and uh, we'll see you next time on backstage 421 the musicians only podcast thank you all right awesome. thanks again we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of backstage 421 the musicians only podcast be sure to tune in for the next episode. Please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Listener support links can be found below. Thank you for your support. <laughs>